I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. This is the show. It's just going to be you and I. It's going to be... I'm learning. You're going to be teaching us shit or giving us your opinion, I suppose, or however it, whatever it happens to be. You know, it's balanced brain. It kind of will go all over the place. We'll go where we go. Absolutely. We might even talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> might. I mean, <laughs> isn't it everywhere? It is everywhere, and it has a lot to do with my opinion about how things are controlled and social engineering occurs because you can't really talk about the war on drugs without talking about social engineering right yes i guess yes well i mean i can't really talk about the war on drugs without talking about social engineering because it's all just a money-making scheme and i think the sad part is the people who uh perpetrate these things have justified it in their minds that it's okay because that's the way that life works it's a constant struggle for resources one pack of lions eats and the other pack of lions don't that's life. yeah exactly they don't feel bad for it and they don't see anything wrong with it because they're just looking out for their own interests right unfortunately and that's a bunch of bullshit without the people that they profit off of they have nothing if it was me if, if i was at the tippy top of this chain of command i would treat all the little peasants as if they mattered because the more prosperous they can be the more prosperous i can be by using them right one would think one would think that unfortunately never seems to be the case so the war on drugs yes i would say it starts way before the war on drugs actually started right when, like the when war would on, you say that it starts i would say it starts back before the prohibition um okay. which is when they kind of made all the connections that gave them the realizations that they can profit off of illegal substances more so than they can off of legal substances yeah because why? why okay what happens is you end up getting institutionalized to this idea that the state knows what's best for you and so you go along with it right yeah aside from the people that don't the people that don't go along with it are naturally just self-thinkers right they think for themselves they don't do what they're told they actually analyze a situation for their own best interest or their own interest or gain right yeah so you have all of these people who are going to break the rules if they want to you make something illegal that every Everybody wants to do and now you've isolated all of the rule breakers from the conformists it does the work for you so then you have a population of people in prison who would be the only people to question what the hell you're doing the only people to put up a fight against it the only people who really know what the fuck's going on and know what freedom means so it, it kills a bunch of birds with one stone before you even make any money off of it the whole prohibition of a substance concept one of the things that they realized while doing this is that when people end up going to prison or jail or probation or any of these things they become easier to control than they were before they went it doesn't mean they're going to be rule followers it means they're going to be more predictable their behavior is going to be something you can anticipate so they started noticing these things right and they started noticing the profit that they could make off of working 
with the bootleggers because if a bootlegger wants to bootleg he will bribe the authorities lots and lots of money and then it becomes an interest of the authorities to continue making that money yeah how do you feel about any and all drugs being legal i'm fine with all drugs being legal if people want to do drugs even the harmful ones and kill themselves let it be aren't all drugs harmful well you know what i mean like there there are yeah. some that are more or less harmful but i it doesn't matter to me like let the people do what they want to do as long as they're not destroying anyone else that's where i have a problem it's when they start destroying other people's lives do i feel something needs to Rain be done in, right yes now what do you consider the destruction of someone else's life like does mcdonald's destroy people's lives or do people destroy their own lives by choosing to eat it regularly yeah no they're choosing to eat it regularly that's as long as you're not affecting my life then right. it does not matter to me if drug dealers were everywhere and it was legal right and recreational for any drug and all drugs you still have the choice to not do them to not deal with people who are intoxicated to not associate or bring your kids around them right absolutely okay so it's one of those things where the argument against this is people will say well what about the problems associated with drug use and and what about that flooding into my community how do i deal with that on a personal level while still letting them have their liberties right yeah but see what most people don't understand is that all of the problems associated with drug use aside from the intoxicant effect derive from the fact that they're illegal you ever seen anybody uh breaking into a bank or robbing a convenience store to pay for their alcohol problems stealing car stereos to buy a bottle of booze no they'll just go steal the bottle of booze right yeah because it's available it's ready all you need is some change you don't need to set anything up or have connections or know people in town you don't need to get associated with criminals you don't need to be a part of the underworld you just need some alcohol because you're having the shakes right so most every single addiction is that way when it's legal you don't have this element of crime and another part of the element of crime that's associated with drug use is is the black market. Now, criminals couldn't profit off of drugs if they were legal. They would have to be not criminals and just businessmen. The illegal drug trade is responsible for funding terrorism. I mean, let's not get into who created terrorism and why. Let's just call it like most Americans see it. The drug trade funds terrorism, street gangs, mafias, cartels, crooked cops, crooked federales, the whole gambit, right? Yes. So if you take this multi-billion dollar industry off the board, what crime organizations have less to profit off of is stolen equipment, stolen goods, and people, right? Human trafficking. So, stolen shit is not that big of a profit-making industry. I mean, yeah, sure, like, some people do really well at it, but not like they do with drugs, because there's a constant demand for drugs, and people who aren't normal criminals buy drugs. They don't buy stolen equipment or humans. Okay, so, like, when you take it off the board, you eliminate so many problems. Just by taking away the organized crime element of drugs. You take away so many problems by taking away the addiction aspect of it being uh, being harmful to society, right? Because if it's legal, you have somewhere you can go to for addiction without being ridiculed and ostracized. Most likely, they would look at it like alcoholism, where a lot of companies will give you uh, time to deal with that kind of thing by going to rehab. Some people will even pay for your rehab. Yeah. yeah, some companies, not all. I think addiction should be treated just like any other self-inflicted disease. Yeah. We're going to get we're going to go all over the place since there's like literally no one interrupting me and this is just how my brain works. So No, that's going to be Bear with me if you need to rein it in, rein it in. The addiction aspect of it, right? And the help and society and blah 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 blah. So many people will make the argument that addiction isn't a real disease because it's a choice that people make. 
Yeah. You've heard this, I'm sure. To those people, I would say um, heart disease, right? Heart disease is caused by a sedentary lifestyle and poor diet. Those are choices that cause a disease. Lung cancer, emphysema. But isn't heart disease hereditary as well? It can be, yes. So some people don't have a choice. Yeah, addiction could be hereditary as well. But emphysema is another one of those things, and lung cancer, gum cancer, tooth, you know, or mouth cancer, these kind of things. These are all diseases that no one disputes that are caused by lifestyle choices. Mesothelioma, caused by asbestos, is a disease caused by lifestyle choices. So that whole argument of it's not a disease because it's a choice is complete and total bullshit. Yes, it's a choice. Yes, Yes, it it is something you could have avoided, but so is breaking your neck driving your car. It's totally a choice that you could have avoided. So, all of the reasons why people are afraid of drugs being legal are pretty much 100% indoctrination, propaganda, utter bullshit, right? Because how do you have the freedom to choose how you're living your life if the choices you make will end you up incarcerated as a criminal? Yeah. You don't. That's, that's not freedom. And it doesn't infringe on anyone else's rights to have those freedoms. In fact, it literally just adds freedoms. But it takes away money. Now, it doesn't take away money from everybody. It takes away money from specific players, right? Yeah. It takes away money from... Uh, that are on both sides of the law, both the regulatory criminals and the lifestyle career criminals. Yeah. But it takes that money and it puts it back into the hands of American business people because America is the number one purchaser of illegal drugs. So without our desire and demand for them, there wouldn't be near as big of a market for it because you're not going to risk your entire life to grow, manufacture, and supply drugs if there's not a huge demand for it. On that note, where does this entire huge demand actually come from? Is it illegal drug users or is it the pharmaceutical industry? Because you have what? You have meth, you have heroin, and you have cocaine or crack, right? Those are like the three big bad hard drugs. Yeah. Well, that everybody uses. Opiate. Opiates yeah. are part of heroin. Yeah. Okay. So, um, or heroin is part of the opiate category, rather. But why those three drugs in particular? Why are those the really, the bad, hardcore, addictive, society killing? human causing you know you know just bad bad drugs right why are they the bad bad drugs and why are they so prevalent well i mean they're the bad bad drugs because people do bad bad things when they're on them i agree with what you're saying i mean alcohol but that's the is only reason why than... like no, no no there are some other bad like I, they do get bad bad they destroy your body they i mean they rot yes, you yes from yes the yes, yes. But why are they so popular is what i'm asking i have no idea i've never i'm one of those people who have always just seen it and like i've never seen the lore in it i've never seen like i don't understand why people make the choice to just because they've seen how the road ends for everybody else who's made the choice to but again i'm one of those people who learn from other people i don't need a lesson personally taught i, I can learn i think the reason a lot of people do those drugs or try those drugs is because they have a, a fuck it mentality at the moment at the time when they're making those decisions they think that they don't care it's not so much that they think they're bulletproof or that they think no it won't happen to me they think i don't give a fuck and that's as far as it goes but i think the reason that those three particular drugs are so very very popular and more so the meth and the heroin than the cocaine so we'll just speak on that right now is the meth and the heroin two of the most widely prescribed substances in the country on the planet anywhere are opiates and amphetamines. Amphetamines are prescribed for everything from weight loss to uh, focus, insomnia, 
narcolepsy, ADD, ADHD, you name it, they will find a reason to give people amphetamines. Opiates are one of the number one painkillers still used today. They're very potent. They're very strong. Doctors create more drug addicts than uh, drug dealers do because of opiates. Yes. Now, the street drugs are manufactured by the exact same plants that the pharmaceutical drugs are manufactured with. That means that somewhere there are legal fields full of illegal substances being grown and protected by companies that exist in the states and are protected by the federal government. We literally send troops to protect poppy fields. Yes. Even though we have a heroin epidemic. Why we're over there. A big part of why we're over there. The, the war on drugs is the reason we're over there. To protect the fields is one of the reasons we're over there. And to destabilize the economies of these other countries is another reason why we're over there. We destabilize these regions for a number of reasons. One of them is cheap trade. And the drugs are a big part of that cheap trade. When you put people into a situation where they have nothing, they will trade that little bit of nothing that they have for anything, right? Yeah. So if I've got very little of anything and all I can do is whatever I can to make money and the thing that people are buying that I can produce the easiest is a plant. I'm going to produce as much of that plant as I can and sell it for whatever I can get. That's with anything. And you, so you, if that's the product you're after and you want it made cheap, you don't want these people to be able to make a living in any kind of a legal way. You want them to be able to or have to risk their lives in order to survive. So that way you will get your product for very cheap and you can pretty much guarantee you're going to get it because they have no other means of making that kind of money. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we do to destabilize these regions, such as, you know, just start a fucking war for no reason with people, which generates revenue on many different fronts. But a lot of it has to do with the drug trade. And the drug trade has been going on for a long, long time. It's just as soon as uh, George Bush Sr. got into the game, the whole thing changed and became a U.S. government run business. A good friend of mine from Australia sent me some information a couple of weeks ago that basically confirmed everything else that I had been uh, hip to, right? Yeah. It's, it's this declassified, or maybe I'm not even sure if it's declassified, but it's a FBI investigation of the CIA and their involvement in the uh, drug war. I mean, I knew like some of this. I think there's a lot of people out there that do know some of this, yeah, no, but absolutely. I haven't I mean, read is- the documents. Yeah. So when it when it got turned into a, a business, thanks to George Bush and some other key players, its sole purpose was for the CIA to be able to generate off the books revenue so that they could do all of the things they wanted to and more. And it yeah. involves many other countries and many other people and many, many deaths, many assassinations. And the whole thing is literally just a profit game for those people who run the world, like the CIA does for the elite. What do you think about uh, Rothschild stepping down? I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. Is it? Yeah, it happened 12 days ago. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, to me, that's a that's a good indication that they're cashing out while their chips are still worth something. Yes. All these CEOs are just cashing out while the money is still worth something, I wouldn't be surprised to learn that they all started buying up things like land or gold with the money that they're taking and cashing out of the stock market. Pretty sure they're going crypto with it. 
personally. There you go. Yep. Because the gold standard is no longer used. And I don't think that no one's out. I don't think these people are technically even out of the game. They're just moving the game. <laughs> like, it's going to be the same shit, different. To me, that just adds to my suspicion that like, because everybody's worried about the health effects of 5G or like that 5G is targeting nano. Uh, particles inside vaccines and all this shit. That might all be true. Like, my thing on vaccines isn't necessarily that people are using them to uh, intentionally hurt people, right? My thoughts are they're using as cheap of a product as they can and selling it for profit. That's why it's poisoning everybody. Not because they want to poison people, just because they want to make money without spending money. Yeah. There could be a much more sinister plan going on there, but, you know... I think overall, most people do the evil shit they do for money. But anyway, I, and I think that everything that's happening is pointing at the fact that all these billionaires know that 5G is about to fucking hit. And with 5G, a lot of things are going to change, like currency. We'll be able to go to cryptocurrency because it's going to be much less likely that there will be a glitch in the program or a crash in the grid. I think a lot less people are going to be useful for quite a while. You know, we've had these discussions in your group and in mine about uh, automation, right? And the thing about automation is it does kill a shitload of jobs, but it always ends up creating more because we've been going automated for centuries now. Since the advent of the cotton gin, we've been going automated. Hell, since the advent of the horse and buggy, we've been going automated. I joined a group for a cryptocurrency and uh -huh. they were talking about something or whatever. And I was like, yeah, no, I see the dollar is basically dead. Government's going to move over to the crypto. And they're like, no, they're not. And I'm like, yeah, they've been working on it since the 40s. They're like, what? <laughs> And like, yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but since like 1939, they've been working on cryptocurrency, basically not crypto itself, like not computer mining, but the theoretical but the concept. Right. Yeah. I did not know that. A guy named Bancor uh, actually did it. He invented it after World War II. Um, he wanted a new like cash system or new, you know, system or whatever and came up with the whole thing. I mean, he basically wrote blockchain and crypto. Before so, he yes, knew what he was doing, right. Before, yes. Like, yeah, he, we just didn't have the technology to do it. But yeah, so they, you know, how he explains it is a little bit different, but it's the, all the same stuff is still there. So this is something that they've been working on doing for since the 40s. I'm pretty positive that they're going to make a move over just fine and have no issues. And the people will gladly accept it, especially when they're not making any money. Like it's easiest to switch out something like that when people are going to be desperate and people don't have anything already. So yeah, it'd be just as easy as switching it like they did with the dollar. And it keeps the power in the same place when you switch the exactly. currency over if you do it this way, right? It's all just a money game, which says to me that if these people who pull the strings are this keen on keeping money in order to keep power, there must be something to this whole money thing. Because I've gotten really, I don't know if I want to say tired of, I don't know. I'm starting to really question this whole thing about, because all the smartest people I know are like, money's bullshit, money's a lie, it's just fake, it doesn't represent anything real. And, you know, like, I kind of buy that. But at the same time, there's a lot of power in money. There's a shitload of power in money or currency. Let's not call yeah. it money because that suggests paper, but currency. A note that says, I contributed and this is proof, so I deserve XYZ. Well, that's what it should mean. But, I mean, it's all not balanced right. 
I think it's balanced right. I don't think it's distributed correctly. That's what I mean. Okay. I mean, a millionaire can only do so much with his money, right? You can physically only do so much with the money, but what you can do with the money is you can completely write your world exactly how you want. Exactly. It gives you the power of choice. Yes, that's all it is. That's all it boils down to. That's what it has become, right? Yeah. But in order for it to mean anything, there has to be poor people with it and rich people with it, right? Yeah, they're playing the banana game like they do with monkeys. It's... I mean, it's all relatively simple setup to do. It's hard to break. It's simple to set up and very difficult to break. Yes. Universal basic income. Sounds great, right? A lot of people think it sounds great. Yeah. To me, it seems utterly and totally pointless. Because if we are all getting the same allowance of money, then why are we even getting any money at all? Exactly. Because we're all starting with the same access to the same things. So why not just get the things instead? And that's why I'm a big promoter of... Universal basic needs. You get the most generic, basic-ass house, clothes, food. You don't get to choose. You get what we give you because you can't get it any other way, and we're not going to let you die or be homeless. The most basic health care. But you still have currency and jobs and choices in a market where you can create something, and if it's good enough, people will buy it. And if people buy enough of it, you will become wealthy. You no longer need your universal basic needs met. You can still get them, of course, because you're just like anybody else. You just have the money to buy the car you want, the house you want, the clothes you want, right? I think that is something we need to work towards because I'm all about choice and freedom and the fact that life is hard and all that shit. But I am so tired of being part of a society that lets people die because they're poor. People don't care about people. Right. I mean, I don't really care about people either, but I care about kids, right? People will stop being kids. Well, kids are little innocent people who will either grow up to be awesome or terrible based on the experiences that they are subject to as they develop. So instead of making a bunch of terrible people by not giving a fuck about kids, we could make a bunch of awesome people. And all these changes that we're trying to figure out how to make, like instantly, if we made more better people out of the kids yeah but yeah you're dealing with a a mass majority of the population who aren't better themselves no one does the work on themselves to raise the better kids so your view of better is going to be a lot different than their view of better and then that's where it all systematically then falls apart no i want my kid to be more like me i want my kid to think like me why are your thoughts better than my thoughts about how to raise my kid you see it's all very and that's that's fine if you have the means to support your child you don't don't need anyone meddling with you and you can raise a little piece of shit all by yourself yeah but for all those kids whose parents don't have the means to actually raise them in whatever societies they are living in what happens to them is they struggle and they struggle and they struggle and they become calloused if not dead and then they grow up to repeat the exact same bullshit that caused their struggle in the first place they think i don't i didn't get an education because i didn't have the opportunity so crime is my life and that's fine because I'm probably going to die soon anyway, right? But they don't die soon. They have kids, and they do the same things with their kids, and then so on and so on, until you have literally an entire society of people who think that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are the best options for president. Or, alternatively, a whole society of people who know that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are not the best options for president, but have no idea how to not make them the only options for president. Yeah, well, I mean, like in right the- now, there's so much power that people have right now. 
everything is at a standstill and they are taking it as a victim. Other people are victimizing themselves and taking this position right now as some sort of hostage situation. It doesn't have to be a hostage situation. What um, doesn't have to be a hostage situation? The whole, this situation we're in right now, like with the virus and, you know, people just feeling like they're just locked to their homes. Like, I'm not telling people to go out. That's not what I'm saying. There's so much fighting that they could do from home. There's so much that they could be doing right now. Um, people have the power right now, like more than anything, in a point that we've never been before. And I don't know if you remember me talking about this, Brian, when you and I first started talking, but I told you I felt a shift. Like there's a shift coming and there's going to be a point where we can tip and it's going to go either way, where either they're going to get control or we are going to get control. Like I felt this coming. I knew it was coming. This is the moment. So, this is so now. tell me, me and the listeners, how can we better fight from home in this time of lockdown and not you be playing the victim card? You have to learn about what's going on right now. There's a lot of things that they're trying to pass right under our noses while these things are happening, right before they shut down government, by the way. like. They're trying to take away a lot of rights, which like I get that they get that or, you know, they do that during times of whatever. But it's like the same right, thing. Because they've done that so living. many times. They're not going to give it back. <laughs> you know, like it never comes back the same. What about those of us who have been learning? Those of us who have been learning, we have to take the next steps and start being more self-sufficient, building communities, getting together. Like that's that has to be done. Like we have to become more self-sufficient because honestly, at this time of place or like where we are right now with civilization, I do not believe that the people are ready to make the change. Like I'm still pushing for the change. I'm still fighting for it. Do I believe it's going to happen? No. I don't believe it's going to happen because the people are not ready. The people in, as a whole are not ready. They're not seeing so it. I agree with you. A local supply chain and locally produced anything is going to be better for situations where we have to go without something, right? Yeah. Like in a, in a situation like this, if everything that we used in this country was produced in this country, we would be in much better situation, right? Well, we're not going to get to a point where everything is produced here, but... Well, I'm saying if. Produced. The big if. Yes. If we consumed only what we produced, we would be self-sufficient on a macro or a micro scale. Okay, yes. That's, yes, so. that's self-sufficient. Yes. You and I are both fans of progress of a certain degree, right? Yeah. Magnesium, right? These things that are highly sought after uh, resources for making modern technology, such as Tesla cars and the batteries, rather, that run them. Those aren't that that's not here in the states so we wouldn't be able to progress like that with a lot of different things without a global supply chain now i would be fine with that and i think a yeah, lot no, of other that's people yeah. anything you can get anything you can get locally get locally if you can't get it locally well then you don't get it locally like it's not that hard of a decision to now make. does that mean you go without or does that mean you trade no. internationally then trade internationally. Like, it doesn't mean, like, we're, we're not saying, like, or I'm not saying to completely just be, you know, just like, oh, whatever I have around is all that I get in life and that's it. I mean, if you're able to bargain, if you're able to make trade, then do it. That's what the natives did. You know, okay, like, well, with that mentality, that's what we've done and created a global supply chain. We were able to barter. We were able to bar bargain. We were able to trade. Yeah, but, you're, but most people are thinking with greed. 
that's what they're thinking with. It's all land of money. Then it's cheaper to do everything over there. So let's do it over there. That's that's not good for the planet. It's not good for the people. You know, okay, like so the thing like about stupid people, they don't know they're stupid. Oh. They don't think they're stupid. The thing about greedy people is they don't think they're greedy. The thing about hypocrites is they don't think they're hypocrites. Same with narcissists evil people right like i yeah. think some of the only people who are fucked up shitty people that are very much aware that they're fucked up and shitty people are pedophiles and rapists right because there's no way to justify that you can justify greed to yourself what if i run out i need more i've got mouths to feed i support jobs i create jobs i create the economy people need me to be greedy so I'm not greedy. I'm actually a benevolent humanitarian that's creating opportunities for people. That's that's greed right there. That's the mentality of greed. Nobody is like, ha ha ha, more money. Yes, feed my greed. Right? Like that's 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 a comic book villain. That's not how most people actually operate. So that whole thing about people are just operating off of greed, where I agree with it, yes. But the people who are doing it don't see it as them operating off of greed. They think they're just big players in a game that depends on big players. Or at least that's how they justify it to themselves. And this is why I say, and it goes back to your people need to be learning things stuff right now, is it's really hard to change the mind of an adult into anything other than what they will justify to themselves. They can listen to you for hours, days, years, comprehend everything you say, and read it back perfectly. But at the end of the day, they're going to justify their actions to whatever fits their intent. Like a, yeah, like a drug addict, right? A drug yeah. addict will do the drugs knowing that they're not supposed to, but then they'll justify the fact that they did them because it it, it doesn't hurt anybody else. And it's just this one time and it's fine. Said, yes. No, right. I have always said dealing with other people or whatever is basically like dealing with a drug addict. <laughs> I, that's one of the reasons why I'm saying I don't think it's going to go the positive way. I think, yes, we do have the opportunity Will we take it? No. Unfortunately, most people will not because people are like that right now and they weren't ready. Uh, we haven't done the work collectively as a whole. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. So yeah, no, it's not going to happen. It can happen on so, a smaller scale. Those people who are ready need to start it differently. I'm doing. Look, our generation, people born in the 80s, um, are some of the most tolerant. And of course, it turned into a PC mania. But before that, we were the generation that wasn't racist, that wasn't sexist, that wasn't homophobic, that wasn't, uh, you know, economically prejudiced, right? Like, rich people, poor people, I don't care, they're all my friends, right? Our yeah. generation was the best at that, right? We were the first ones to, like, really squash that bullshit and we did that because somebody i don't know if they did it out of benevolence or malevolence right but somebody took it upon themselves to brainwash us and they did a really good job in brainwashing the children to be tolerant and that to me is a blueprint for how to change the world because once we became adults we started changing the world it's, it's a long game. It's not a short game. It's not a seize the opportunity right now and reap the benefits right now. It's a seize the opportunity right now, do the work for the next 20 years, and then watch the magic happen. Could be. I, that's the only way I see it working. You're not going to oh. get a bunch of adults to give up the way of life that they want. The only way it's going to change is if it has to change. If they have no other options but to figure out how to find water they can drink, how to grow food they can eat. Little well, local we changes. We coming to that, that time. Shh. Sure, but nobody's going to take the time right now to learn how to do that shit for next month. They're going to wait that until is... next month after they see people die, and then they're going to be clamoring at anything they can. 
Yes, it's yes. gonna. Yes, it could possibly get bad. I'm not saying that it will or won't because I don't know, but it could. That is a path that it could take. Definitely, as things can just completely crash, the dominoes are definitely lined up to do so. In which case, there's going to be a war within ourselves. We're going to be fighting amongst ourselves if that does happen. So the smarter people, I guess you can call them, or whatever the people who are alert to the situation again need to gather they need to build a community whether that's in a community that you're already in or you you know get with a community like i don't care how you do it but it's going to have to be done because eventually i mean whether or not it goes that bad or not whatever we return to it's not going to be the same um we are definitely going to lose a lot of people a lot of people are going to be out of work and we don't know how long that's even going to last we're getting ready for a huge economic collapse you know we're not it's not right. even just about the virus so a lot of people aren't prepared for that even if they do decide to roll out automation and now you're getting some form of universal basic income or whatever i don't see how it is going to make things better yeah yeah i don't either um i think the only thing that's going to make things better is for either we, we really start teaching kids better than their parents do or be prepared for it to fall apart and be there to swoop up the pieces, right? Collect That's on the aftermath. That's kind of what I've been maybe banking the way on. That the thing? elite would. Yeah. So in that respect, I would say all the people with the know-how to produce natural products or to use nature to produce products need to collaborate with all the people with the know-how to create a network of electronic devices that can communicate with each other or an internet. Because if you can swoop in after a collapse and provide to people some of the things that they had before, but do it without the corruption, while simultaneously providing them the tools to feed themselves and defend themselves, you've just capitalized on disaster just as the enemy would. Because that is what the enemy would do. They would create a need for someone to come and take care of other people. And then they would be that someone who comes and takes care of them. Now, if we could do the exact same thing and capitalize on the destruction, but do it for the people, that would really be the best way to go about changing the world. That's what I've been working on. I'm making strides towards doing just that. Maybe being part of the people who may or may not pick up the pieces if the pieces do fall. Either way, I'm either in the game or I'm out of the game. I don't know, but either way, go build a community and we're talking about the war on drugs not any of this sorry no it's it's changed we're having a better conversation about this than we were about the war on drugs sorry executive decision on that note technology right if shit did go to hell in a handbasket and the poor were being i don't know whatever I'm not you know okay, i think there's well, you should be word with it yeah, no, I'm not. Okay, so you're not worried them. about any kind of resistance being suppressed by drones and any kind of communication between loved ones being... Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I, th I thought you mean like the fall of technology. But yeah, they'll possibly do shit like that for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it will be used to oppress people, right? Yeah, they've already started. Exactly. Okay, so how do you fight a drone? You do it with lasers, right? Yeah, or bullets. And, but yeah. Well, bullets really aren't going to do a whole lot because, you know, drones can uh, seek heat signatures and see you way before you see them or have a shot to take. They can work in, in tandem or unison um, to coordinate strikes. Drones are really way scarier than a lot of people realize, I think. And a lot of people realize they're really scary. But oh, it's no. an 
know, I know drones are scary. It's an enemy that has all the technological advances that you can equip one with that is small enough you can't see it from a, dis- a far enough distance, but it can see you. And they can maneuver like nothing else on this planet. And it's not a person, so you're not actually getting rid of any of your enemies if you take one out. Yeah. All right, so being able to combat drones, being able to com- combat artificial intelligence, being able to shut down electrical systems without compromising your own communication, these would be tools that it would be very wise to put in the hands of the people who might be leading, say, a resistance. Yeah. The thing that I don't think anybody is really preparing for, like there are um, the hoarders and the stalkers and the, what do they call the doomsday preppers and the militias, but I've not ever heard much about an underground resistance of people who know what the fuck is going on. Like, there's all of us that know what the fuck is going on or think we know what the fuck is going on, but we're not really underground and we're not really prepping for anything, right? Like, you and I are making some efforts, and a lot of other people are too, but it's not an organized community of realistic people approaching things from a worst-case scenario. Yes. Because we're, uh-uh. we're highly unprepared. To actually defend ourselves against the elite. There just has to be people who push for the resistance. If it came down, the elite's not going to have it come down to us or them. They would force us to fight each other. Hence, like what they could easily do now with this virus. They're smarter than that. They know because if they did, I disagree with you is what I was saying is we do stand a chance against the elites. And they know that. Which is why they're like, no, just let them kill each other. They'll do it. Just takes a little push. And uh, we don't have to get our hands dirty. You know the United States military isn't the only army controlled by the elites, right? And it's the only army they would need to conquer most of the the planet. Uh, Everybody likes to point at Vietnam and say, well, you know, guerrillas beat the U.S. with all its technology in Vietnam. The U.S. wasn't trying to win a war. They were trying to destabilize a region. They were dragging it out, just like they have been with the war on terror. You know, 5,000 troops died, but we still can't beat them, even though we've killed hundreds of thousands of them. Well, we're really not trying to beat them by putting boots on the ground when we have missiles tanks, drones, planes, the most sophisticated weapons in the world that cost billions of dollars that we don't use. We put dudes with guns in their hands and use tactics to prolong the suffering of a community so that we can beat them down to the lowest they can be. That way they will sell their labor and their products for the cheapest they can or the cheapest we can get them at. Yeah. So like fighting the United States military is not what people think it is. It's not, it's not what people like if you base the potential of the United States military off of the wars that we've witnessed in the past 40 or 50 years, you're kind of kidding yourself, especially when you realize the technology available to them. And then you realize the network that they have that's spread out over 80 countries, 800 different bases. And those are just the ones we're allowed to know about. Yes. Like they, um, they are unparalleled in terms of what they're capable of doing. I and don't most of it won't be troops. We'll see. That's what I, you know, that's what, that's where I think that that it would fall is where the troops fly. I don't know if the troops would actually turn against their people for long. I think they could do it for a while, but I don't think it would be for long. Right. Have you ever heard of MKUltra? Yes. Do you believe it had any success? Or do you believe it was a failed uh, project that they did for 40 years and then just automatically quit for no reason because it was a failure? With MKUltra and all that stuff, here's what I think about it. (laughs) Okay. 
This is going to sound conspiracy theorist. Uh, I didn't dig into it and know what all they did. I do know like a little bit. I don't know too much because I do think it is possible. I didn't want to freak myself out by learning about all the stuff that they did because I'm one of those people who have seen the movie Sinbad. Okay. And I think that's part of MK Ultra. That's one of the ones where I just tend to stay away from <laughs> because otherwise I'll just get freaked the fuck out basically. But yes, I that they carried out some definite experiments. I do believe they were successful in their experiments, whatever in, in they were. mind control, right? I mean, that's the basic yeah. gist for anybody listening to this that doesn't know what MKUltra is. It's uh, the CIA's program to develop mind control techniques. Mind control, <clears throat> mute viewing, and even implanting memories. Right. Basically, fucking with your head where you don't have a say-so in what happens with the information in your head or what you do with it, yes. right? So, if the CIA has been working on that or had worked on that, had developed any kind of skill in that or success in that, then the military and their loyalty to their families or countrymen doesn't really matter if their brains can be fucked with on a control level. That is true. But I mean, so, they do that to all of us, so why even start a war? Well, because they can't do that to all of us. That takes yeah. time. time and it takes time and exposure and it takes isolation. It takes brainwashing, like literal brainwashing. It takes something serious, right? You're not just going to be able to brainwash the entire population. Like, you can do it with propaganda and indoctrination. And hell, I could be completely wrong. They might be able to brainwash the entire population. But if they can do that, they can definitely brainwash the military. Relying on them to be uh, decent is, is kind of a fool's dream. Well, I don't rely on anyone to be decent. I don't, you, but you already know that. I don't view people in that way. I mean, you put a gun in my hand, I'll fucking shoot. I would be one of those people. I don't believe it's going to go that way. I just, that's the way I foresaw it going. But like you throw in stuff like MKUltra, then yes, I don't believe the best in people at all. I believe the worst in people. So um, then you should gonna... believe the military would totally mow down the people of America if they were told to. I guess so. Yeah. Turn yeah. against their own families. But then who are they? protect that see this is where it all crumbles then who the fuck are they protecting so okay let's say you're in the military right you don't give a fuck you'll pull the trigger but you're pulling the trigger on my mom or my dad and i'm in the military so now i had an issue with you pull the trigger on one of my family members and then now it's military like fighting the military that's where it would crumble it would it would crumble unless you uh, brain wave or something but yes because you're still killing turning your guns you're killing someone else's family that's most likely probably also in the military and if not like always killing someone else's family when you're killing someone yeah <laughs> like they like have murdered millions of women and children burned them to death with napalm because they not were given an order country. to do so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you're willing to kill women and children for an idea because your boss told you to. Yes. Then it doesn't matter who they are. You're killing them for so, an idea. So you're saying right now that, like, let's say you were in the military and it was your job to be in the military. And they sat your dad in front of you or your sister in front of you and told you to pull the trigger. You would pull the trigger? No, but if they sat my neighbor in front of me and nobody sets someone in front of them and tells them to pull the trigger unless it's firing range. Okay, um, but I'm just, that's, you said that. 
they set people on fire, it's the same thing. Okay, so fine, then set your sister on fire. Are you going to set your sister on fire? If they say drop a bomb on the town that my sister lives in, and I'm in the military, and they're telling me that it's because radical extremists, domestic terrorists have overtaken the town, and if you want your sister to live, if you want her to be able to survive, you've got to pull this trigger and drop that nuke because America. Drop that nuke, which you're smart Excuse enough me, to drop that napalm, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're being told, this is good. This is for saving lives. You have to kill these people to save the good ones. And see, I wouldn't drop the trigger. Well, that's trigger. why you're not in the fucking military. <laughs> yeah, I get that. And I do. I get where you're coming from. I just, I see it systematically breaking down in the Hey, do run. cops, do cops kill people who live in the same neighborhoods as them? I suppose so. You know they I mean, do. I guess so. That's a fact. I, yeah. I, I, They're not going to work in a different area than they live in. I mean, come on. It's, they're killing people that go to school with their kids. They're killing people that go to church with their neighbors because of an idea to enforce the rule of the country for the benefit of the people in the country. So yes. they're convinced that they have to kill citizens to protect citizens. And they get to make the call on which ones they protect and which ones they kill. In the military, they don't get to make the call on who they protect and kill. They're sworn to an oath that they follow orders. So if they're being told, America's falling apart right now, and we need to sh shut this rioting and this re revolution down, because these people are terrorists, they're domestic terrorists, I have no doubt in my mind that they would push the button that they would fly the plane pull the trigger no doubt in my mind i mean you get neighbors beating the hell out of each other over 40 bucks you know what i mean people will do terrible things for terrible reasons I agree. And look, I'm not trying to paint like this bleak picture because I'm oh, actually no. an optimist. That's your opinion? I'm not quiet because I am just not going to debate. Wait, you have a view. I have a view. Either one of right, us could okay. be right. Okay, yes. We, either one of us could be wrong. Either one of us could be right. My point is, and I'm not suggesting that this is the future that we're all going to be subject to. I'm saying prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. Like, understand what is possible. How would you deal with it if you were in the situation of worst case scenario? Because if you're prepared for the zombie apocalypse, you're prepared for anything, right? Yeah. So if you're prepared for the worst case scenario, you're prepared for anything. Yeah, but right now, I don't know if we should be preparing for the military to blow us up. I think people should be more prepared about, like you were saying, their neighbor killing them. It's going to be an inside war. I'm not even worried about the military. I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about their technology because they're going to let us, if it does get that bad, I don't even know if it's going to get that bad. I don't personally have a feeling that it's going to get that bad, but it might easily every day it changes, you know? The, the only reason it would get that bad is if people actually resist what's about to happen. Because if people resist it hard enough, they will have to suppress it in order to continue on with their plan, or else none of it meant a goddamn Brian, thing. Brian, we've seen people fight about toilet paper okay how do you think it's going to be when these people's supplies like actual like food and stuff like that are dwindling there's nothing being stocked on the shelves because it's basically a pandemic everything's going super fast it's not going to be a pretty picture give um, people two weeks without grocery stores you will watch this country tear itself apart easily easily and that will require the military to keep um, order and that's yeah. how it will work it will be we're sending in the National Guard to suppress riots and, and keep the peace. Well, those riots are people who are 
are tired of being oppressed. They're Americans that the National Guard will put down without any issue. But if they don't put them down, then they'll have to send in the real military. And if that's the case, then that means there are militias that are being successful at taking out National Guard units. I mean, people are going to tear shit apart like no other country. These third world countries that are going through this shit, they don't have the drive, the will, and the entitlement that Americans have to throw a fit. Yeah. To feel special. By the time this is all over, we're not going to have that anymore. By the time it's over. Yeah. By the time what's over. Whatever's going on right now, like I can't even say because it's more of a feeling and you're just watching kind of things like stack up. Basically by the time the whole virus thing, the economic thing, by the time this is all over, a lot of our rights are going to be gone. We're not going to have the rights that we do right now, is what I'm saying. Of course. but at that and We're going to hand rights- it to them, though. It's, I don't know if it's going to be as violent. I think it's going to be a lot more peacefully. It's going to come swift because it's been planned. I think there might be a little bit of writing and stuff like that, with, and it's going to happen relatively easy. I don't think it's going to go as far as the military having to scoop in and do all of that because the government's going to do it for them and basically, like, pumpkin. Here's your comfort for a little right. Exactly. They're going to do the thing I said first. They're going to say, here's a problem. I'm the solution. You have to do what I say to get my help. Right. But if they don't provide food for people and people have to go two weeks without easily accessible food, shit will hit the fan. Because all of these law-abiding people are law-abiding so that they can provide for their families a good, comfortable life. But if they are unable to feed their kids, they're unable to feed themselves, they stop being these wholesome, law-abiding people and start being cutthroat. And they're amateurs at it. So the people who have been cutthroat their whole lives, which there's a shitload of them in this country right now because they've created a super huge poor class, they're going to dominate. And if they get power, they're not going to stop. They're going to tear the system down. And then you have to think about all the other countries countries that want what we have, that are our enemies because we have fucked over the entire world for decades, and they're going to see America tearing itself apart, somebody's going to swoop in to capitalize on that. Somebody named Russia or somebody named China. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to, like, again, I don't foresee that happening. Look, I'm not saying I foresee that happening. I'm saying in the event of the worst case scenario, that is how it will play out. Most likely, the people pulling the strings are smart enough to have the food ready and available, have the ventilators ready and available, have all the things that we need ready and available right when we get to that point of desperation, most likely. That's how I see it panning out. It's already been set up it's it's gonna be a smooth transition like we're so gonna go through all the more reason to fucking riot and have a revolution because that's just gonna be the next level of further control that we can't escape that that's whole we have what you need yeah i fucking hate that shit and you know how i am with like they're taking some of my favorite rights and privileges i'm not having this shit i'm fighting it as far as i can but i'm also building myself a way out you know you have to kind of do both at this point and a lot of people can't though so that's why it's important to learn about that's what i'm saying having a way out for yourself is great it's not very noble but it's great it's smart that's what if everyone had a way out for themselves we would be okay though everyone's not going to do that though everyone's not going to do that you can't expect people to be you you can't expect you from everyone else i'm not just saying if you can't then you can't i'm sorry no that's bullshit that's a bullshit mentality do you actually want shit to change or do you want to forever live in this struggle i will still fight for change but But you're not going to do anything to actually create it 
I can only lead by example. I can only change my lifestyle, change what I do, because I can't change what other people can do. Okay, then then how is the elite able to do that? Why are they able to change what we can do? Why are they able to dictate our actions? Because like you were saying, they have the military, they have the money. No, because they see an opportunity to cash in on and they capitalize on it. They see the moment where people are going to be looking for a rope, a life raft, something to grab onto for help and instead of having anything there for them to grab onto we all bailed in a selfish attempt to save our own asses and the elite were there waiting to pull them out of the water we can beat the elite to the water and pull them out that's what i'm saying be the hand that helps them so that we can actually make a fucking change instead of living in fucking this bullshit for the rest of our lives and just letting it get worse and worse because we were you know too negative or too selfish to actually get there to help people because we saw they needed help very, very, you're a knight in shiny armor. I no, I'm a selfish it. motherfucker that is tired of living under someone else's rule for bullshit reasons. And the only way I'm ever going to escape that is to get more people to think like me. The only way I'm ever going to do that is to find the people who are struggling and help them see some shit that they weren't seeing so that they too can think it's bullshit and know why they think it's bullshit and be less indoctrinated and prone to control. Again, that's pretty much what I said, leading by example. No. Yes, it is. I'm not talking about leading by example. I'm talking about indoctrinating people for a good thing. I mean, I'm talking about literally doing exactly what the enemy has done, but in our favor instead of in their favor. But how are you going to indoctrinate them? By being that hand that has what they need when they need it. That's the only reason people follow the government is because the government gives them the things they want and need. So if you're able to give them what they need, but instead of bringing them a fish, you bring them a fishing pole and teach them how to use it, you've effectively killed all the birds with one stone. So what I'm saying is, in a time like this where potentially shit could go down, it would be super beneficial to have a alternative or underground network where people could access, say, like videos like on YouTube. Because when all that content is controlled, then there's no way to better yourself. If you can't access information, then it becomes much harder to sustain yourself if you have not been preparing for that. So for all the people who haven't been preparing for that, providing them a resource that the government or the elite or whomever isn't going to be able to censor, shut down, or fuck with, providing them this resource that they can better themselves with, providing them this resource that they can grow their own food, that they can make their own tools, that they can set up their own economy, little little pockets of people, you effectively create people who are dependent on themselves instead of people who are dependent on others. Yeah, that's so what I mean instead by, of, like, leading yeah. by example, is I'm going to go and build my thing or whatever, but if people don't decide to follow or listen, then... I don't know what else to say. There's only so much that I could do. I wish the elite had that same mentality. What do you mean? Uh, I wish they gave up so easy. Yeah, they're pretending to. (laughs) Exactly. Instead of saying, oh, there's only so much we can do, they said, no, there's more that we can do. We can really control this situation like a motherfucker. Yes, they can. They've been doing it for a very long time. But you know what? They all started at square one. Maybe not the people alive today, but their predecessors, predecessors, predecessors. They all started on a level playing field. And someone said, hmm, I wonder how I can capitalize on other people's suffering to a point where I don't have to suffer anymore. And so they've slowly done that. And they've developed manipulation techniques tactics and techniques they've used psychology like a motherfucker they've used marketing and advertising they've used social media radio music you 
name it, anything we're exposed to that influences our way of thinking, they've used it. We can do the exact same thing. There's no yeah. reason we can't. When we don't have the funding, that's fine. Shit doesn't really take that much funding anymore to indoctrinate people. You can do it for free. I'm just saying, instead of giving up, they looked for alternative ideas to uh, their obstacles that they, they had no way around. So they created a different way. Yes, but your your way is not my way. That's why we have parted ways. Like you're going one way and I'm going another way. Like I'm still leading, just not the way that you lead. I'm not building the kind of things that you would build. I would more build like, well, I guess we'll see what we get there. It's just a little bit slightly different. Uh, I choose to lead by example. You want to see what to do. The eyes are on me. The future is where I'm going. I'm more pointed towards them. I'm not worried about the people now. I'm worried about the next generation. It's the next generation who's going to pick up my fight, not this generation. So that is the generation that I am aiming towards. Okay, that's cool. We, we have a different approach. That's totally cool. Yeah. Yours is going to work better for you. But it's not really going to do much for anyone else because expecting people to do something other than what people do is a lazy mentality. You can't just be like, well, you know, people, people are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to follow me or they're not. And I expect things to change because of that. That's... Do you know how many good examples are out there? Do you know how many great examples are out there? Do you know how much change that I've inspired in people a little bit already that I started? I to absolutely do. You can say that my way doesn't work, but my way worked for me. I see change. I, and I just said that me. your way will work for you. I don't think it's going to be one of those things that the mass picks up on and says, hey, you see that one person over there? Let's follow their lead because it's smart. Because there are Maybe smart people are. doing smart things and nobody's following their lead. They're following the person with the carrot that is leading them. That is what people do. We wouldn't have time to even build the carrot to do the things that need to be done right now, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can start to build it. Like, I'm not saying don't start, and that's not giving up. That is, if anything, more courage. I'm walking into what I would feel is a losing battle, but still participating in the fight. So that's not giving up hope. I mean, if anything, that gives people hope. That is what hope. That's Katniss Everdeen going into the fucking Hunger Games, thinking that she's going to lose. I'm not going to survive, so... I mean, you can right. consider but what you meant. That's not what you just said earlier, though. But it is. I'm. It's. It's not. Gonna you said I'm going to look out for me. I'm not concerned about people. I'm going to do my thing, and if they want to follow me, they can follow me. Yes, I'm going to do my thing, as in I am going to work things how I th how I think that they should work, or at least a better way. Like, I, oh, I see a better way. Maybe we'll improve as we go, but this is a way to start. And if people want to follow, then follow, and if not, then yeah, and not. Because there's not much I could do besides show examples, lead by examples, live the way that I feel would be a better way to live progress forward that's how you inspire change at least in my point of view i'm i'm not trying to get defensive i just feel a little irked i guess at the fact that you think that i have no hope just because my fight is different than i'm not saying you have no hope i'm just saying you're not applying all possibility all possibilities or revenues to the problem at hand i understand like that. this is a huge problem that has been going on for centuries and people are 
are what people are, right? Like people do what people do. They're not going to do something different than what they do. They're going to do what they've always done. And the reason we're in this situation is because the people who wanted to control them decided to control them. They decided to acknowledge and accept the fact that nobody's going to do the smart thing. They're going to do the easy thing. So let's provide for them a way to do the easy thing in our favor. And so they've started doing that because that's what works. They've proven that's what works because we're in this situation because of that. And the entire planet is in that situation because of these same few people doing that. Despite everyone else's best efforts, despite Smedley Butler from, you know, the 30s, he tried to show people a better way. He tried to enlighten and educate people and lead by example. He did not try to control people. He did not try to put them in a situation where they had to follow his lead. He gave them the option. But the people in charge put us in a situation where we have to follow their lead because it's easiest. And that's what people choose. Not everybody. Obviously, there's you and there's other people who don't choose the easy way. They choose the smart way. But those people don't really need to be led by anybody else because they choose the smart way already. So by going after people who think like you, you're only going to get people who already think like you. Yeah. By going after the people who actually make up the majority of the planet, you'll actually have some change happen. By going after people who are smart enough to follow a good leader, you're only going to get people who are already okay, who are already set, they're already smart enough. And so the masses aren't going to change because you're not reaching out to the masses. You're reaching out to the intellectuals, the intelligent people, the people who are self-starters, self-finishers, and great, great people. Like, I'm not trying to say you're not a great person. I know you're a great person. This is why I love the idea of being on a team with you. What I'm saying is the plan needs to be built and based off of the blueprint that already works. Yes. If you're expecting people to follow you because you have good ideas, you're expecting too much of people. I am not expecting anyone to follow me because I have good ideas or whatever. I don't mean you. I just mean if somebody is expecting others to follow them because they have good ideas, they are expecting too much. I honestly, I don't expect anyone to follow. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to try. A lot of the words that you were saying, uh, most of that word was choose. They choose. That was one of your focus words. That is as much free will as people are going to have. I don't know if free will technically exists or doesn't exist. I was there once where I'm like, we could possibly try to manipulate the people into being free. I'm no longer with that. And that's fine. That's not really what I'm promoting. I understand why you would think that because I did say something very similar to that. But really, the way the government or whoever, the way the elite would, not saying are going to, I'm not saying any of this is actually factual because who fucking knows? It could just be a virus. It could just be an outbreak, a pandemic, and stupid people in charge are making bad decisions. That could be the reality because I'm not trying to incite fear and fear monger people into doing the thing that I want them to do. I'm just saying in the event that this is all a well-orchestrated thing, um, it's going to work because they're going to wait until everybody's desperate and they're going to swoop in and provide for them the needs. And all I'm saying is if someone else did that before they did, and what they did was instead of providing them what they need, they provided them the tools to make what they need themselves, it would be instant change. Realize that they don't need 
all the shit they think they need because they're down to the bare essentials. They can't even get the bare essentials, so they don't need the new iPhone, they don't need the new Jordans, and they don't need the Tesla car. They just need food and a way to provide it for themselves. They just need self, you know, uh, uh, self-defense and a safe place to live and a way to make that for themselves. Instead of just leaving the book there for them and walking away, literally coach them through it. Provide a network and a system already in place for them to rely on so that they can eventually rely on themselves. Communes and communities and stuff like that around the world that I'm sure will be willing to step up and show and teach and you know people who are already self-sufficient come in and show and teach and do all that maybe they can gather together maybe there is some network that they have that's what i would do if i had one you know you're still going to help where you can help but i wouldn't force is all well, i'm not trying to force i'm just trying to proactively instead of you know again relying on someone else to, a different commune to do the this or the that or for people to be good people or smart people or any of that i would say literally the resources they need to provide for themselves if we made that our mission or if i made that my mission to provide for people the resources and the time to be able to provide for themselves and we were able to get to them before the government was able to coddle them and tell them it's okay baby we have your food right here we would actually see a change in society because of course this shit's all going to pick right back up after the transition whatever the transition is but it's going to pick back up even more control which is going to make it harder for the communes and the smart people and the idea people out there to actually be available to be those resources so if we set up underground type of thing and i don't know how to do that that's the thing i don't know technology the way that some of these people do how to build a network how to build another internet how to move that around how to use uh, blockchain technology to do it right i don't know how to do that yeah but i do know how to come up with ideas and ask other people that know how to do it to make it happen and i think if you come up with enough good ideas and enough people who know how to make it happen you're on the right track as opposed to waiting for shit to fall apart and then being like well you know these hippies do this and those people do that, you know, I mean, it's just, it just seems like a more proactive approach is all I'm saying. It's basically the same thing. I'm just saying swoop in there before the government does. Be the rebound guy, you know? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Wrong. Didn't mean to get so heated there with you. Oh, no, you are perfectly fine. Heated because, is fine. I mean, you know, we agree on more than we disagree on. I don't know anymore, to be perfectly honest with you. I honestly don't know where we agree, but yes. We do get along. Anyway, you are on your way, though. I think as far as like building stuff up and getting people gathered and stuff like that, I mean, definitely headway. You can definitely do it. Totally think so. Maybe that's how it all like pans out in the end. Maybe. Who knows? Like, I don't even know yet. As far as I'm forcing right now, I'm like saying, hey guys, learn how to garden. That is most important right now. Learn how to at least fucking garden. Grow your own food, even if it's just potatoes. Did you know that you can survive entirely off potatoes and butter alone? Absolutely. Did you know there's like thousands of varieties of potato? I didn't know that there were a thousand, but I knew there were a lot of there potatoes. There were thousands. Thousands. In Peru, where they come from, the, the natives there used to grow them at different elevations, uh, facing different directions. And they did this so that a blight 
or a bacteria or a weather pattern or whatever the fuck couldn't destroy their entire food source the way that it happened in uh, Ireland, right? Because they were growing one type of potato. That potato crop got infected. All of their potatoes died. Their economy crashed. The people starved. Irish potato famine, right? Yeah. In Peru, they knew much better. They grew as many types of potatoes that grew in as many different types of environments as possible to ensure they never had that instability. They always had food. That's the type of thing that really makes a difference on a global impact kind of thing, right? Like we grow a bunch of different varieties of corn for a bunch of different reasons, but the kind of corn we grow to eat is just a few different varieties. And then there's the kind of corn they make cornstarch out of and corn oil and all the different corn byproducts but that's not made from the same ones we grow to eat we just grow relatively few to eat how we just grow relatively few potatoes in this country to eat the majority of them being russet and uh you know that's a good hearty potato whatever but if a virus if a pandemic hits that potato crop that's a lot of money someone's going to lose and that's a lot of food that people are going to be out so if we grew a bunch of different types of potatoes in a bunch of different regions we'd have much more stability on now in terms of food growth fantastic we grow a lot of the food for the whole world we even do so well at it that our government pays our farmers not to grow food so that the prices are which is one of the backbones of our economy i did not know that yes well, i mean i knew yeah. it was a backbone but i did not know they did that they paid it's called subsidized farming and back in the day they used to literally pay farmers to destroy some of their crops right burn them throw them away whatever because that keeps the value of the food at the same level it needs to be depending on the market the supply and demand but they wised up and said hey instead of like doing all this work just to destroy our crops how about we just don't grow the crops that we don't need and so they started doing that but that means that we have the potential as is without any other shit just as is we have the potential to grow much more food and there's still 15,000 people a day dying of hunger. Not in this country. Hardly anybody in this country dies of hunger. If anybody. It, it goes undocumented if it happens. But throughout the world, 15,000 people a day die from starvation. Coronavirus be damned. I don't give a fuck about a pandemic when 15,000 people, most of them children, are dying every day because they just don't have food. And we're paying people not to grow it so that we can keep making money, so that we can keep this system alive, this system of American comfort discomfort. It's all rather ridiculous. It's all rather... But... It's beyond ridiculous. It's something that everybody should be enraged about. People are so complacent. They're like, yeah, so what? I'm fine. God damn. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem. What's that? The complacency? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Don't look too bad from my window. Well, that's uh, not gonna... I, yeah, I don't think it's gonna no, last too much longer anyway, so that's gonna... I think it's gonna get much worse because people are gonna be waiting for someone to help them and the government's gonna be there. And just like 9-11, you know, like when I was a little kid in the 90s, I remember hearing soldiers called baby killers, right? Like yeah. that was kind of a normal thing. Like people, you know, kind of spit at the idea of, of soldiers being noble heroes. They kind of spit at the idea of the U.S. being like this amazing bastion of freedom inequality, right? The 9-11 happened, and everybody in my region started having the, you know, the ribbon on their bumpers, and the these colors don't run, and freedom isn't free, and America, God bless America, right? All that shit. Soldiers started getting fucking people shaking their hands that didn't even know them. Thank you, sir. Thank you for 
everything you've done for us. Yes. And that's how it happens, man. A tragedy happens. The government swoops in and says, I got you, babies. I got you. And everybody says, oh, you do. I love you so much. Thank you for making me your little cattle, your sheep, your slave. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's happening for sure. And it's kind of ironic how it was happening in a time where the world started to protest. Yeah, exactly. It. The entire fucking globe, everybody's protesting against these Rothschild bank systems. And all of a sudden, the fucking pandemic hits. And then all of a sudden, the government starts shutting everything down and taking rights away. And people are just like, no, stay inside. The pandemic will get you. Yeah. Seriously? I don't give a a fuck if the pandemic gets me. At least I have the choice of how I'm going out. I am exactly there with you. I am not one of those panickers. If I get it and I die, so be it. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, then it is what it is. But you're not concerned about the pandemic uh, killing a bunch of people and then the economy? crashing because of it no no not at all i don't care i want my freedom i don't want my security yes i'm hoping it collapses collapse i really am too and i'm hoping that someone is there to pick up the pieces and their name isn't rothschild or any of those other terrible terrible things entities people businesses groups governments you may well be someone that i'm sure there are plenty of people working on stuff there's tons of people working on it but not you and me there's not a bunch of you and me there's just the two of us we're working on it as well yes we are and we have amazing allies and friends and the potential to be really awesome we'll just have to see how it pans out it is getting close there i am i've picked up maybe i don't know yet i'm talking about it i know i get like this every time but i may or may not have picked up building a community i'm not too sure yet and we're just throwing around the idea and stuff so i mean i'm still fighting it's not that i've given up hope i'll still i don't know how far i'm going to take it though and how far i'm going to it depends i'm taking it on a day-by-day basis and see how things are rolling out and seeing how well that the other side has it planned you know what i mean i'm not gonna over prepare for something that i know is already doomed so i'll see how far to take it as far as building an underground network and stuff dude i would totally be down for viva the resistance for certain i just don't know if it's going to get that bad it's already that bad when the government can do everything that it's doing with this virus and the ceos of the top money-making businesses are all cashing out and moving somewhere else and people are dying because they don't have the medical equipment they need that is easily produced by the, the the companies that are set up to produce them in two to seven days these ventilators they take two to six days to build right and yeah. there's a shitload of people who aren't working right now right so if they had the staff to run these plants 24 7 they could easily pump out all the machines necessary to save so many fucking lives yes. not to mention the fact that they've shut down a bunch of non-essential businesses the type of businesses that don't have heavy traffic in or out the door type of businesses that uh sell to maybe 20 or 30 patrons a day right like a head shop yeah you know a head shop might have 100 people come in and out the doors in the day some head shops might have 5,000 some might have 50 but walmart's still open yes walmart is still walmart open. has more people go through their doors than any other company in this country and that's still open with restrictions on hours and that's it so that means all the same amount of people are still allowed to come in and out yes and we're wondering why we have more infected people here than in china shut down the business that gets little traffic but keep the businesses open that get the most traffic and wonder how people are catching this communicable disease how are is people are supposed to get their groceries how We'll see, there's where outside-the-box ENTP thinking comes in. 
delivery legitimate delivery like we will pick your we will fill your basket up pick your items bring them to the door drop them off you pay digitally with your credit card or your checking account bob's your uncle no need to spread the fucking disease now you can still come to walmart if you choose to because i'm not trying to oppress people and take away their rights but if you offer a better alternative to you know getting a life-threatening disease just because you need to go buy some toilet paper then why not how is it not worth it oh i totally do agree that they should have done delivery or whatever i was just you know throwing a question out there (laughs) or even or even you know parcel pickup we'll get it all organized for you and you can drive up to the door we'll wheel it out without touching anybody or anything other than your car you can get out grab the box get back in grab the bags whatever like there's a thousand different ways to skin a cat right so the fact that we're just like, uh, we're going to restrict some hours and shut down some non-essential businesses, uh, you know, small businesses, private businesses, the kind of businesses that keep the economy going that aren't Walmart. You know, Walmart's the number one employer in the country, right? Yeah. Walmart employs more people than any other company in the country. They literally make so many tens of billion dollars of profit that the, uh, the heirs to Walmart are getting some ridiculous amount, like 40 or $50 billion a year salary. That's, That's fucking insane. insane. They're not even necessarily on the board. They're not chair people or CEOs, CFOs. I think one of them is, but the other two or three heirs are not. And they're getting billions, tens of billions of dollars a year salary just because they have the right last name. That's and they're right. not the only company that operates that way, but they are the biggest company that operates that way. Um, and they're still open. And, and these companies are making <laughs> shit tons of cash. When you're watching every item that you can consume go off the shelves so quick they can't keep them stocked nobody's looking at the paper trail of profit and going hmm this seems like a setup and i know a shitload <laughs> of people are looking at that but yeah i was you know, gonna say a yeah. lot of people are but not enough not enough people right are. right it's all very very suspect Absolutely. And, and it's easily avoidable by just using your head, you know, and people don't want to do that. They just want to be like, oh, the, the disease will get you. You should just comply. You're being crazy. Who says you're Have you read any of my posts on Facebook? I have not. I haven't seen really. I think, well, I came across something today, but I haven't really seen anything from you, actually. I, you disappeared, actually, for a few days. I've been on my page instead of groups or anything like that because I, I think it's a big enough deal that instead of talking in an echo chamber of like minds, I'd much rather talk um, to people who disagree with me. Because Oh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like, Brian, I don't know why you're doing this, man. Like, these people are stupid. That's why I'm doing this. Talking to people who already agree with me is getting us nowhere. Yeah. Or it's making me feel like I'm getting nowhere, rather. Can't oh, change minds no. if people are already in, in tune or in step. You can make plans, though. That's the benefit of those groups, is you can make plans with those people. Yes. I'm proud of you. I shall go check a look at your page and see what's up over there. I would like to see what you're writing. I'm excited yeah. about the future, actually. I actually am, regardless of people, what people might think. Yeah. Precisely, my dear. Precisely. <laughs> and it is with that that I want to say thank you to our listeners. And please follow us on Twitter at Balance underscore Brain, on Instagram at Balance Brain Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. My page is John Kennedy and Brian Kiever. We also have a Balance Brain Podcast page. Be sure to check that out. We have lots of tips and links on how to survive what's coming up next after this virus hits thank you again and have a great night